The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. One problem facing people at many levels of business is how to make time for a work life and a personal life. Do you find that one seems to keep getting in the way of the other? This is the Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris. Even if you're not involved in the business world, you'll have a lot to gain by tuning in to today's show. Now, here is your host, Rick Morris. And welcome to another Friday Live edition of the Work-Life Balance. Uh, so excited to have you listening. And I, you know, I just have to take a deep breath and decompress. Literally just uh, got back from Orlando, Florida. Literally just got back to my desk here and... Uh, I uh, just had the most amazing time in Orlando with uh, what I feel is 3,400 uh, of my closest friends and family. Uh, for those of you that have been listening to the show for a long time, I am part of the John Maxwell team. Uh, we just had a certification event in Orlando, Florida. I uh, got to spend some some personal time uh, with a lot of you out there, a lot of you that have been listening to the show, a lot of you that have been on the show, uh, and then made, of course, new friends. Got to work with John, got to work with Paul Martinelli, got to work with Christian Simpson and Roddy Galbraith and, and you know, these people that have been mentoring me. Uh, and, and then just got to, to sit back and receive uh, training in, in, in teachings and in, in mentorship and leadership directly from, from some of the, the brightest minds in the world. And, and, and literally have so much and so much to say that it's going to take me a week, week and a half, two weeks to probably even just sit back and process. So it was a fantastic time. Got a chance to meet Curtis Sliwa, which is uh, the founder of the Guardian Angels. Uh, got some teachings from Dr. Robert Rome, who uh, is, has been working for 25, 30 years with the DISC profile. Um, and uh, just blown away by the not only the amount of fantastic uh, information shoved into a short amount of time, uh, but then just the quality of people that have been attracted to that event that I got to meet. Uh, so, so excited. We'll be unraveling this uh, for the next several weeks, I can promise you this. Uh, but uh, don't uh, want to take too much time with that because we have a very exciting person that that, that I want to talk to and, and was really blessed to be led to. Um, so got an email from, from Winston Price, as you guys know, as my executive producer. And, and Winston does a phenomenal job of just continuing to, to try to find wonderful people to come to the Voice America Network. And uh, was talking to this person and said, you know, you, you need to come to, to Rick Morris' show. Um, and so this person reached out to me, and, and the first time that we talked, it, it, it flowed so naturally. I was like, you have to be on my show. And even though what we do is so different, um, and even though, and, and, and I'm highly, I'm not a skeptical person. I'm certainly open-hearted and open-minded, and, and, but you know, it was a different topic for me to tackle, and it's going to sound so different when I introduce this person from the work-life balance. But I, I promise you, you, you hang with us for the next hour. It's going to be such a treat. Um, because for for the ten minute call that I had planned that turned into I believe it was an hour hour and a half with this person I was so enthralled and, and I know you will be too so let me introduce her right now she is a psychic medium see I told you I told you if you're listening out there my normal listeners you're like I, I'm I'm sorry what 
what was it that he just, yes, I, I did say psychic medium, but hang on with me. Um, she's offered uh, spiritual readings uh, professionally since 1989. She is certified in mediumship uh, and medical in, uh, yeah, medical intuition, holds degrees in liberal arts and Spanish, is a licensed non-denominational minister, a certified instructor for private post-secondary and vocational education. She's also a founder of the University of Light, offers readings, mentorships, and classes that facilitate psychic development. Um, and, and I promise you, if you hang with us for the next hour, you will certainly be enlightened in one of my favorite uh, words and, and words that I'm certainly working on is aware. So please welcome to the show, Jennifer Henry. Jennifer, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Rick. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And just like, you know, we were just talking there, you you just came back from a, a similar training uh, in your field. Talk about that for just a second. Yes. I just spent two days down in Southern California, just north of San Diego in a little town called Encinitas. And I spent... Two long, beautiful days with just James Van Prague, fantastic, wonderful, excellent, world-famous medium, and Lynn Probert, a British medium who's a tutor at the Arthur Finley College in, in England. And it was just an amazing two days. You know, it was rare, actually, because normally speaking, they will attract hundreds of people to their workshops, and this was a last-minute event. There were only 65 of us there, so it was such a special opportunity to have personalized training with just top-notch mediums who are just so excellent in their fields. So that was amazing. I just came back, too. I'm really in the same space you are, just integrating and processing so much fantastic information. And so let's talk about that for a second because, I, you know, I said we were skeptical, and, and you knew that when, when we first talked. Um, and and, and the, to me, that's such a harsh word, and it's kind of an unsexy word by any means, but let's roll with that word for the moment. And, and you, yeah. you you run into that quite a bit. There's a lot of skeptical people, and there's a lot of people that doubt certain gifts and, and, and certain things. And this is this is probably one of the more controversial gifts or, or certainly questionable gifts that, that people say is out there. And, and quite frankly, just like anything else, there's a lot of people that run with this that, that have uh, brought that kind of the, that kind of doubt into it anyway, right? Um, just like anything, there's great coaches, there's bad coaches, there's great uh, financial advisors, there's Bernie Madoff. And so there's, you know, just like anything else. Uh, but talk about that a little bit. What do you see out there and, and what do you run into? And, and talk about your journey in, in even realizing this, because this was something that you fell into later in life, obviously, with, you know, liberal arts and Spanish and everything else that you did. You know what, Rick? First of all, we have a we have a we have an intellect for a reason. We have reasoning faculties for a reason. You know, we don't just go into anything blindly. And so to, to understand mediumship and to understand why anybody would want to, you know, visit or get a session with a psychic or develop psychically, you know, you, we, we, of course, everybody should be a skeptic. Because you don't want to just give your time, money, and energy away to any old person out there who claims whatever they're claiming. And so that's actually a really valid position for, for someone to come from is to be scrutinizing the people out there who are calling themselves professionals in any field. And so I actually celebrate that. And I'm, 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 I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a skeptic, but I, I definitely use my reasoning faculties to understand who I want to study with, where I want to put my money, where I want to put my time and energy. And so I, I really, you know, I applaud anybody who comes from that position. So for me personally, I actually began this journey in my early 20s. I'm 55 now, so I've put 30-something years into this and began doing readings professionally when I was just in my early, like, 24, like 30-something years ago. 
1989. So, you know, I, 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 can't, I went and got a reading. Someone brought me to some woman, just this normal apartment out there in the Bay Area, San Francisco, someplace. We went there, and she closed her eyes and started telling me all these different things about different limiting beliefs that I had and different things that were in my way that I was thinking and feeling that were preventing me to really become more of who I am and have an effective life and and be in the world in the best way I could. And I thought to myself, how is she doing this? What part of her consciousness, what part of her mind is she using to be able to do this? And it really opened up in me the fact that we are so much more than these physical bodies. We are so much more than just our logical mind and our physical eyes and physical ears. And so I began this journey of, of really uncovering and realizing and developing these gifts, which I believe are inherent to everybody. We are all psychic. Everybody. This is a voice of our soul. We are, we are more than these physical bodies. And so to, this, to say that somebody is psychic just means that they have taken the time to develop their inner senses, if you will, which we all have. Everybody has that sixth sense or that gut instinct, or you have a certain, when you first meet somebody, you instantly like them or don't like them, you instantly trust them or not. Those are your psychic abilities, you know. You, or the phone rings and you just have a hunch who it's going to be, or, or you've just been thinking about that person. So these are not things that we just dismiss. Those are part of your inner psychic awareness. And so I teach this to people because I think that it's very important that we come from a place of empowerment. And we look to ourselves first for guidance. We look, we look within, not without, when we have questions that we need answered or we're looking for direction in our life or we're looking if something's a right or a wrong next step for us. And so even though I think that it's valuable to have a session with a psychic medium or a psychic or a medium is the difference between those two terms because you get an outsider's objective perspective, and yes, I too go and get a session periodically. But with that, we don't need that as a guidepost in our life, just that alone. It's important that we develop that our own inner university, our own inner wellspring of knowledge where we're connected to all of life and we have those answers within us. We become kind of our own guru. We, get, we become connected to our own soul and inner source of wisdom. And and that's interesting because, you know, obviously I, I come from a, a coaching and mentorship background and, and you know, the best coaches and, and world-class coaches. And again, I was just with probably one of the best in the world in, in Christian Simpson. And the message is very similar. The, the, uh-huh. the, answer, the answer is within you. And so the best coaches um, aren't directive leaders. They're not directive coaches. They don't tell you how to do something and, and one of the the foremost models of coaching is that the answer is within it, it's is to continue to ask the right questions and to work with the right questions to make sure that we're getting from you because you know the adage is if I tell you how to do something I'm robbing you the opportunity to learn exactly yeah so talk to me a little bit then you know so somebody's hearing this for the first time, but they're hearing that from more of a psychic perspective, right, or mediumship perspective. So how would the, how does that work then? So I loved your analogy, and we've got two minutes to break here. So if we need more time, we can come back on the, the other side of the break here. But talk to me a little bit. You were, you were talking about it being a muscle uh, when, a muscle. when we talk. It is an, it's an inner muscle. You know, we all have a bicep. You can go to the gym and work out your bicep, and then it becomes stronger and more buff. 
we all have inner sight, we all have clairvoyance, we all have clear audience, we all have the ability to hear our inner guidance. These are our inner muscles. So as a mentor, as a teacher, I provide a safe environment for people to explore and develop that within themselves. And so I don't tell people what to do. I don't teach them how to do things. I give tools, I give instruction, and then I create a safe, nurturing, loving, expanded environment. In other words, you plant a seed, you give it the right water, you give it sunshine, you give it fresh air, that seed will grow. You don't reach into the ground and tell the roots what to do. You know, so with my students, I don't get in their mind and move the gears around. That seed, that those inner abilities are going to develop on their own when they're given an environment that's supportive. So I believe that's how I've been mentored and taught, and I believe that's the way just to ignite that knowingness within somebody else. We don't give them something. We allow them to develop by, by support and um, by emulating. Yeah, that, and that was such a powerful teaching moment for, for, for me when I heard that the first time because, it, it, again, it's all about awareness. And people say, well, you're doing that wrong. And even that statement, we're not doing it wrong. We're doing it unaware. And, and that, w- that was a huge moment for me in the progression as I began to learn and become aware of, of certain things and, and certainly around coaching, um, you know, because we so badly want to tell, we so badly want to help, we so badly want to give and direct and, and, and you know, when we see somebody um, doing something wrong or, or hurting or whatever that is, but but having the strength of courage and, and, and power to, to empower somebody. Right, to, to and, and understanding them. that it's a, it, it, exactly, and understanding that it's a process, you know, we don't all of a sudden just become aware we've reached the end of awareness. We're all aware to the point we are right now. And so I love what you just said. You know, it is, it is an, a state of awareness, but it's incremental. You know, I'm aware now of what I'm aware. And tomorrow, my awareness will increase. And the next day, after more experience, more life experience, different things that happen, my, my awareness will increase proportionately more and more. And so awareness really is key. And there's really no end to that journey. We're never finished. We never know it all. We're never completely aware of anything. Oh, and, and, and when that first switch goes, it, it, as mine is really, you know, and, and I'm in my 40s and, and my awareness is just getting started and I'm scared <laughs> because <laughs> I've been so unaware for so long of so many things and, and I've been blessed to, to start to have this engine kick on, um, but wow, um, it's 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 been an incredible journey. So we're going to take a break right here, um, and we're going to play some commercials and let uh, let some people pay some of our bills, which we love them so dearly to do. Um, but while we're on break, you can go to www.myuniversityoflight. That's myuniversityoflight, all spelled out. dot com. Uh, find out about Jennifer Henry there. Uh, you can also go to rsquareconsulting.com, or you can also hit the voiceamerica.com website and find out all about Jennifer. Uh, and we'll be right back on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rick Morris and the Work-Life Balance. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office 
train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes. R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. Today, every business is in the software business. And business is booming. That's because we live in an application-driven world where the lines between physical and digital are blurrier every day. It's a world where billions of connected things talk to each other, where agility is the new driver of competitive advantage, where applications aren't just part of your brand, they are your brand. All of this means you have a new mandate. Build the apps that will drive the future of your business and satisfy demanding customers, or fall behind. Only CA Technologies has the years of expertise and the end-to-end portfolio of software solutions to help you plan, build, manage, secure, and scale the applications at the heart of your modern enterprise. To learn how your business can thrive, visit rewrite.ca.com, your exclusive source for insights from the cutting edge of the application economy. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back. Uh, so, having a fantastic time. Uh, just found out uh, about event as well uh, that, that's coming up um, on October 7th. So, just wanted to get this uh, out to everybody as well. There's going to be a program called Live to Lead uh, on October 7th. And it is going to be a phenomenal event. It's actually live, but it's going to be simulcasted locally um, in just about every city uh not only around the nation, but around the world. Uh, it's going to be John Maxwell, uh, Simon Sinek, uh, Liz Wiseman, uh, and, and Dan Cathy is going to be speaking. Uh, so you're talking about the CEO of Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, the author of Multipliers, which that book is just incredible. Uh, an optimist and author, uh, a leadership authority, Simon Sinek, and of course the, the one and only John Maxwell, um, and we're, we're talking pennies on the dollar for, for what you would s- spend to, to see any one of these people speak. Um, it's going to be an incredible leadership opportunity uh, right here in Birmingham. We're going to be hosting it at the Birmingham Marriott. Uh, we've got James Spann as the, the uh, MC. So please uh, look it up. You can go to l2l.johnmaxwell.com uh, to find out all about that. So we're back here. Uh, 
looking at uh, we were talking uh, Jennifer and, and you said something kind of really off the cuff and, and I want to kind of come back to that because a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about what you do and you said um, really quickly you said you know psychics and mediums but those are two totally different words um, and I want to kind of come back to that what do you what do you mean by that sure well you know to understand that, first we need to remember that we are so much more than these physical bodies. Physics has already taught us that you cannot create or destroy energy. So when these physical bodies die, our essence, what animates this body, uh, the energy, our soul, that lives on, that's eternal. And so the energy of our soul, this eternal part of us, also has a way of communicating. And those are those psychic senses that I talked about earlier, that inner knowing, the inner hearing and inner seeing, all of those things, that's psychic. So everybody is psychic. So when we say somebody is a psychic, that just means they've developed those inner senses. Now, a medium has to be psychic. So because a medium is somebody who has developed their psychic gifts, psychic awareness, to a degree where they are able to have communication with people that don't have bodies. So when we pass away, when this physical body is no more, and we are now an entity without a physical body, we don't cease to exist, as physics has proven, we're still here. And so a medium is a medium halfway in between the spiritual world, our spirit friends, departed loved ones, and, and people here with physical bodies. So when somebody calls themselves a psychic, they can maybe read energy, they can tell you about your beliefs, this, that, and the other thing, and, you know, highest path and next steps in your life, those sorts of things. Somebody who is a psychic medium, or we just say medium, spiritual medium, that's somebody who uses their gifts to be the link between humans with bodies and spirit people, spiritual entities, people that don't have bodies anymore. And the whole reason for this work is so that people here in physical bodies can understand there is so much more to life than just what you can see and hear with your physical senses. Life is eternal. And when we love someone and they pass away, that love never dies. That love is eternal. And so a medium can help establish the communication between people who have departed, and people who are still here. And it's not like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you know, this kind of lighthearted conversation. There's always a deeper message, a message that comes through for the people here on Earth through the link of love to help them in their life, to help them with their business, to help them in their personal issues, to help them with their grief, to help them in their spiritual path and their next steps that they need to take. So that's the difference between a psychic and a medium, and that's really the reason for that work, you know. And the other thing I want to say is, you know, as a medium, it's not like I can sit here and have a conversation like you and I are having. I don't just pick up the phone and call, you know, my great-grandmother or something like this. It doesn't work that way. I'm talking to somebody who doesn't have a body, so they don't have words. I mean, it's, how it works is I elevate my mind to a place where I can then be influenced and impressed with thoughts feelings and images from somebody on the other side. And then because I'm psychic, I'm able to translate that mental energy, that, that subtle energy into words and ideas that then I can then speak to whoever is having a session with me. And, and the other thing is, you know, this happens on a wavelength of love. 
So it's not, you couldn't say to me, oh, you know what, can, can you pull in Elvis? I have some things I want to ask him. Or can you pull in some great business people so I can get some advice? It, just, it really doesn't work like that. There has to be a, a link of love. That's what, that's what creates the communication. So there has to be a relationship that's established with the people on the other side. And people that come for a session with me need to come with an open mind and an open heart. If you come with an agenda that you want to talk to your neighbor that just passed away, or you really want to get in touch with your dog, or you really want to find a, this mentor that you used to work with who has passed away now. You know, it's, it's really the, spiritual, the spirituality of the spirits on the other side that have the, have the agenda to come through. So it's not that the humans pick who they're going to talk to. It's, it's what is the highest message for the recipient here on Earth. So it may not be the person that you want to talk to. It may come from someone you're not expecting. But the message always is for your highest good, your next steps, and what will help you in real concrete ways in your life here. So that's kind of what that whole thing's about, and that's really the, the fundamental basis of my work. So when you say they influence, right? So they don't speak to you, and then it, they speak to you, but it's it, it's a that that that's a reference point. They, they they they're not literally whispering in your ear. They're they're showing you objects. They're influencing you. Think what is it that they, that they're doing? What is, describe that a little bit? Well, there there are different types of mediumship, and the mediumship most mediums work are, are what we call mental mediumship. And that means it's very subjective. It all happens internally within my mind or my body. Somebody died from uh, lung issues, my, my chest might hurt. If somebody, you know, passed away with a blow to the head, I, my head would hurt. So a physical in my body. And then so to hear the messages of spirit, ideas are just kind of dropped into my awareness. So there becomes a distinction that a medium who is being trained has to understand the difference between one's own thoughts and what's being dropped in from the spirit world to understand those are not my thoughts. Those are ideas that are, I'm being influenced by to then speak. Same with the pictures. So all of that is mental mediumship that happens on a very subjective level. We also have objective mediumship where things happen on the outside that's much more rare. And then you would, that medium would actually see spirit with their physical eyes and would able to be hearing spirit with their physical ears. So uh, most mediums, though, don't work on that level. Most of us work as evidential mediums, meaning we bring in evidence. We don't just say, oh, you know, I have this white-haired woman who's saying she's your grandma and she loves you. You know, anybody could really make that up. So we come in with evidence, you know, with the, how the person passed away, their, their personality, special memories, what, what the person who is receiving the information, what they're doing in their life right now, that this person who's passed away is not here, how would they ever know that? So we bring in these details, and it, it really provides some evidence for the person who's getting the messages that, that's a, that this is a real link that's happening. It's a real communication. So it's, a, it's all a transference of thought, mental mediumship, to answer your question of the mechanics of how this works. So I close my eyes, or maybe my eyes are open even, and I just elevate my consciousness to a higher and higher and higher place because the spirit world vibrates at a much higher vibration. That's another law of physics. You know, everything vibrates. Nothing is solid. We may think the chair or the desk or the wall is solid, but if you put it under a proper microscope, those are moving particles. It's all in motion. It's just everything's moving. Everything is vibration. So the earth plane vibrates 
at a much slower vibration, like the, like the blades of a fan. The fan is real and it's solid and those blades are turning. You can see them when the blades go slowly. So that, that's a really slow vibration. But when the blades of the fan start to move faster and faster and faster and faster, the blades are still there, but your human eye can't see it. It's moving too fast. So the spiritual world vibrates at a much higher vibration. So as a medium, we have to elevate our vibration, our mind, our consciousness to a higher and higher and higher level so that we can meet halfway and the spiritual world has to lower, lower, lower. It's not like it's really easy for them either to, to impress the mind of a human. So the medium can beat halfway there, and then they, the spirit people impress the mind of the medium. So images will come, thoughts will come, physical sensations will come, and this influence from the spiritual, spiritual realms is what the medium then has to translate, and then so that, that impression moves over to the left side of the brain where it can be translated into concrete words and statements that can be spoken to the recipient. So we really, as a medium, we really work as an intermediary, a medium between these two worlds. And I have to tell you, it really, really is a path of service. Ego, if ego is there, oh, I'm so great, I can do this work, you know, then you can't even make the link. You can't even get there. That's so far away from where the work is about. It's really very sacred work. It's not anything about this self-aggrandizement and being all puffed up that I'm some special person. Because if I'm in that state of mind, I am so in my ego mind, I am so in my human mind, there's no way I could elevate to get to where I need to be to be impressed with messages. So that's a little bit about how the mechanics of mediumship work. And anybody who's learned to do this, you know, it's like we all can't be, a, we all can't be uh, you know, opera singers, but we can all learn to sing. So we all have the capability to vibrate at a higher and higher frequency of love. We all can do that. Love is the only thing that's really real. It's all we get to take with us. So that's, what, so that's how you raise your vibration. You just get into higher and higher and higher states of love. Who can't do that? Everybody can do that. So if you're tra- anybody who's trained with proper training can make that link with spirit. Not everybody is destined to make it their life work and be able to hold that link and maintain it. But everybody can, everybody can learn. Everybody can learn to sing, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> not well. In, in, the, in the karaoke bars can prove that part. So um, we're going to uh, we're going to take a break right here, and uh, we're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Work Life Balance with Rick Morris. Are you frustrated with the overall productivity of your project management processes? Do you lack consistency in project delivery? R-Squared Consulting provides end-to-end services to assist companies of all sizes in realizing and improving the value of project management. Whether you want to build a project management office, train project managers, or learn how to bring the oversight and governance to your project processes, R-Squared has tailored best practices to help you in all areas of project management. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com. This is not a radio ad. It's a collection of computers, servers, transmitters, satellites, and receivers, all powered by the most transformative force in business today, software. Just think about how many applications you have within reach at this very moment. And not just on your phone. If you're in your car, software is powering the GPS that guides you. Turn left ahead. 
the digital road signs that direct you onward, and the engine computer that keeps you moving. Soon, software will even replace you as the driver. Switching to auto drive mode. This is life in the application economy, and the opportunities for businesses are endless. But only if you have the tools to seize them. From planning to development to management to security, end-to-end -end software solutions from CA Technologies can help your business succeed in this new application-driven world. Learn how at rewrite.ca.com. Are you getting the most out of your project management software? In many cases, it is not the software that is failing, but the implementation, limitations, or processes surrounding the use of that software. R-Squared can analyze your current use and help improve your return on investment. R-Squared can also suggest the best software for your organization and goals and assist in the selection, implementation, and training. Allow R-Squared to ensure that you are getting the value of your investment. Visit rsquaredconsulting.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now, back to the Work-Life Balance. All right, we are back on the Work-Life Balance. We've been talking uh, with uh, psychic medium uh, Jennifer Henry. She uh, has founded the University of Light, which you can find at myuniversityoflight.com to find out all about that. And just before uh, the break, uh, you had made a statement there, Jennifer. They were talking about w when you're really doing this and doing this from a place of love and, and, and certainly trying to access the, the higher vibrations that you need to to do this job successfully. Um, if it's about ego and, and about that stuff, then you're more into the human mind and you really can't connect. And so that triggered a thought, you know, certainly there's a lot of people that are utilizing this as a fame vehicle. So you think about Teresa Caputo, you think about uh, Tyler Henry's got a, a show now, John Edwards. Um, and not only that, but when you start to hit those levels of fame, then there's a lot of people that are trying to uh, prove that you may be a charlatan or or not, you know, truly gifted in, in that way. So, so um, talk a little bit about that. What are your feelings around that? You know what? There are some of us who are destined to work privately and to reach uh, the people that are in our smaller sphere of influence. And there are those of us who are destined to reach many, many, many people. And those spheres of influence are worldwide. And sometimes that journey will take us to the radio, have a radio show, take us to the t to TV, have TV, TV shows. And so if somebody is a very high-profile medium out there, and they, you know, like Teresa Caputo or um, John Edward, people who are really way out there in the public eye, their life work has taken them to the public arena so that they could be out there in ways to reach more and more and more people and, and to also to inspire people who have this latent ability within them to understand, wow, you know, there's this path that I could possibly learn more about and maybe maybe this is my life work too. And so if these people weren't public, it would, it would never be known, you know, it, it would, and, and their message wouldn't be heard to some people who need to hear it. So let's put that aside for a second and look at 
Now, how does their ego come into this, and are they in it just for that? I don't think so. I think maybe there are certain people out there that are doing anything for the money or for the fame, and not just mediumship. But when these different mediums are working, they have to put all of that aside in order to reach spirit. There's no way that they can be in that place where they're so wrapped up in their own ego into the place they've gotten in their life into the high-profile platform from which they're working. And they can't be in that mental framework and do the work of a medium. It's not possible. So they have to really put that humanness aside in order to make that connection. And so it's, there's real, it's a real distinction there. And people also don't understand. I mean, this is a business show. I have bills to pay. They have bills to pay. We all have to, you know... Spirit messages are free, but electricity and mortgages are not free. So we have to be a business person as well. You know, I have to run a business. I have to, people have to pay. I have to have, uh, you know, structure for how that payment comes and organize that money and pay for marketing and all that kind of thing. So on a business level, there has to be the human component. Obviously, we're here as humans who are needing to clothe and house ourselves. So the business component of the high-profile mediums, they have a lot of expenses also to maintain what they're doing. And, you know, just one thing about Teresa Caputo's show, it looks like she just walks around, walks into a bakery and starts reading people off the bat. But, you know, the show is set up to look like that. She's not walking around with her radar on like that all the time. There's just no way she can live her life like that. The network makes it look like that's what she's doing, but that's not what she's doing. She's having to get herself into to a certain space and do a little, re, you know, connect with spirit, and then it makes she makes it look like she's just walking around a grocery store reading people. It's just not how it works, and it's also not appropriate. Whenever we work with people, it, we request, you know, may I work with you? It's not like I just walk up to somebody and go, "Wow, did your brother just pass? I got a message for you." You know, that's highly inappropriate, and we don't do that. And I'm sure Teresa doesn't do that either. But for the show for the dramatic impact because people like that kind of thing. You know, people want to be entertained. They make, they portray it like that. But that really is not how it works. And it's also, that's not appropriate either. You know, that's all just for, that's all just for show. But I think that's a great point. At the end of the day, it is entertainment. And if it was not an entertainment show or, or put on for entertainment, then, you know, Nobody would watch. And so <laughs> at the end of the day, right. too, the, the, the networks and the show itself are there to sell advertising, to do all the things that you said, to pay bills for clothes and for all the people that there's stuff there. And so, you know, there's certainly passes that need to be given there. And, and, and it, it frustrates me in, in having a lot of friends that are in the entertainment business um, when there is criticism given around that. Because reality television is not reality television. It, 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 it certainly, you know, when you look at things like um, Duck Dynasty, I think it's one of my favorite ones to, to talk about. You know, the first season of that, sure, that was about as real as they were going to get. When you when you sign season two, look, there's only so many times you can just sit around the table uh, before you have to start staging events and staging happenings. Uh, to make them interesting. Um, and, and so, you know, when you get into season seven, now you've run out of all the normal ideas and you just got to get stupid with it. And, and you just don't have enough to fill up, uh, you know, a 13 episode run. So, of course, stuff is staged. It's not reality anymore. It's just you the know way what, it is. Though, I mean, Teresa 
computer, she's she's a gifted medium, and what she does, and you can see some of the content. The content is real. I mean, she touches people's lives, and they cry, and it, you can see the resonance there, and it's definitely soul-to-soul communication. So you don't want to downplay her work. It's just some, not all of us want to work in that sort of an arena, you know? And yeah, and, I, sure. and I don't want to lose sight here of the real sacredness of the work. That's a very special bond, you know? It's a it's a soul-to-soul link is what mediumship is about. It's here to heal. It's here to, we're here to heal and empower people and to help people understand there is no such thing as death. That's an illusion. Our soul, our consciousness lives on. And the whole reason for somebody coming to a session would have an, to be to have an understanding that life is bigger than what we think it is here in our three-dimensional reality. And anybody coming to me for a reading or for a class, that would be the intention so that they are but more self-aware so that they're self-empowered to have those answers within themselves as they develop psychically and to be able to link with their loved one on the other side to understand that love never dies, that we don't die, and those relationships are still alive. So that's the, that's the real meat of what this work is about. It's not about the sensationalism of being on TV or having some, you know, fancy shows that draw all these people and make us all famous and all that, write all these books, and so now we're some highfalutin. And I know that mediums who are truly, truly dedicated to their craft and to service, that's just a vehicle for them to get their word out and to get the message out and to ignite the passion within other developing mediums. It's not about them. It's really about the work, and it just makes a bigger platform for them to have a megaphone to reach more people and that's really what that's all about when you see high profile media that's the intention it's not about them as a person being all puffed up it's about getting that word out getting that message out that that life is much more than what we can see here and that we don't die there's no such thing that's an illusion I think that's interesting. So, so segueing a little bit out of uh, out of that realm, then. So, you you started to notice your gifts a little bit while you were working in business, and and so, and again, let's let let's let's be silly for a second, just just for the moment. Plus, it's Friday, and we both had long weeks. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think some of the dumbest things that potentially could be said to you, and in, in you know, it, it, if you look at even late night fodder and that kind of stuff and when Miss Cleo was big and then the, she had bankruptcy issues and you know that well, she couldn't see that coming right and so that that kind of stuff right that people think well because you have this this skill set and because you do that 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 you're supposed to see everything that's coming right that you're supposed no, to know, you know right no no so we dispel that for us li- yeah yeah no 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 we all have our life lessons we all, nobody can take those lessons away. You know, we're all humans here in the school of earth, and sometimes we need to go through these different things, go through the bankruptcy, go through the mistakes, go through making wrong choices, go through hiring the wrong people, go through making the, the wrong marketing moves. We do that so we can learn and we can grow. If we're here and we already know all the answers, then what's the point? It's really, life is a journey. Life is a slow, progressive unfolding and so the more tools we have in our inner realms, in our inner toolbox, and we have that inner awareness, then we can bypass some longer routes and maybe, you know, make the right choices sooner than later. But that's all about the, the self-empowerment, the inner journey of it all. It's not the destination. It's not so that we can get to point B quickly, so then we'll be happy, because that's not what life's about. 
if I, if I'm at point A and I think I need to get to point B as fast as possible and not make any mistakes because when I get to point B, then I'm going to be happy. I'm making a mistake. That's not how life is. I'll never be happy at point B unless I'm happy with point A where I am right now. And the journey itself, I have to be happy within the journey itself because life is a journey, not a destination. So all the choices I make and all the business decisions I make and all of those sorts of things, those need to be a day-to-day feeling out what, has, what holds the most light, where is the greatest joy, where is the most service. That's I tune into that in my business sense. That is how I grow my business. So if I'm tuning in and seeing, okay, where is the most joy? Where, does it, where do I feel the most energy? What feels to me like the best idea? I'm going that direction with my marketing. I'm going that direction with this person to call or with whatever business decision that I need to make. Not so that I can hurry up and get somewhere and be all of a sudden fulfilled and the business is great and now I'm happy because I'm never going to be at the end. Once I get to point B, then from that new perspective, I'm going to go, wow, now I need to get to point C. You know, So if I'm not happy at point A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, I'm going to look back and go, wow, I never had a happy life. So what was the point of it? You know, it's, it's like I need to be happy at all stages along the way. And from that place of happiness, I'm connected to my soul because that's the real source of happiness. And if I'm connected to my soul, then I'm going to understand what I need to do next. And I'm going to all along life's journey be feeling fulfilled and happy. And it's just going to flow and unfold and do that in really kind of magical ways. The business will grow. The relationships will grow. The inner fulfillment will grow. And so it's not like I need to hurry up and reach a certain destination. The, de- the, the happiness is in the journey of creating the business, m- marketing the business, all that, all of those pieces, all those components. Yeah, my favorite quote that that one of my seven thousand favorite quotes that come from John, but the, he says <laughs> that success is not happiness; uh, significance is happiness. So we're going to take our final break here. Uh, we'll be back uh, on the other side of this break with Jennifer Henry. You can visit myuniversityoflight.com. While we're on this break, we'll be right back with the work-life balance. Today, every business is in the software business. And business is booming. That's because we live in an application-driven world where the lines between physical and digital are blurrier every day. It's a world where billions of connected things talk to each other. Where agility is the new driver of competitive advantage. Where applications aren't just part of your brand. They are your brand. All of this means you have a new mandate. Build the apps that will drive the future of your business and satisfy demanding customers, or fall behind. Only CA Technologies has the years of expertise and the end-to-end portfolio of software solutions to help you plan, build, manage, secure, and scale the applications at the heart of your modern enterprise. To learn how your business can thrive, visit rewrite.ca.com, your exclusive source for insights from the cutting edge of the application economy. This is not a radio ad. It's a collection of computers, servers, transmitters, satellites, and receivers, all powered by the most transformative force in business today, software. Just think about how many applications you have within reach at this very moment. And not just on your phone. If you're in your car, software is powering the GPS that guides you. Turn left ahead. 
the digital road signs that direct you onward, and the engine computer that keeps you moving. Soon, software will even replace you as the driver. Switching to auto drive mode. This is life in the application economy, and the opportunities for businesses are endless, but only if you have the tools to seize them. From planning to development, to management to security, end-to-end -end software solutions from CA Technologies can help your business succeed in this new application-driven world. Learn how at rewrite.ca.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to the Work-Life Balance. To reach Rick Morris or his guest today, we'd love to have you call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, Rick can be reached at rmorris at rsquaredconsulting.com. Now back to the Work-Life Balance. And we're back to the work-life balance. Uh, I was uh, talking to uh, my, my new best friend, Lou Holtz, in the airport today and asked him a significant question, which he answered, uh, look, I, I just need to buy this Diet Coke and get out of here. But uh, the proof of that is on my Twitter. So if you hit at Rick A. Morris uh, on Twitter, you can see tons of pictures from the John Maxwell event. Uh, my, my brief encounter with Lou Holtz today in the Orlando International Airport, as well as uh, the pictures of Curtis Sliwa, John um, some amazing things, um, as well as the the brief glimmer of hope that we had um, that that was just three minutes long when John uh, told us that he was approached to be a third party candidate for president of the United States, uh, but then went through a two hour lesson of telling us his pros and cons and why he declined. But for the moment. I had a little hope that we would actually have a, a true leader. Anyway, uh, coming back with uh, Jen. Uh, so, Jennifer, we, we prepped you for this question. I gave you a little bit more time to think about it, but now it's time to deliver. So the, the question, uh, and, and for my listeners, uh, we're changing this question. Um, but the question we ask every guest now is, what's the best advice you've ever been given? You know what? The best advice that I have ever been given is you have got to be true to who you are. You know, the work that I do is really can be looked at as really unconventional, you know, and so I hid for a lot of years. I was really afraid to, to, to really own this and to tell people what I did. I mean, if you imagine your child goes to school, what's your mom? Oh, yeah, my mom talked to dead people for a living, you know, really. So I, I, and I, I thought, oh, people are going to be afraid of me and they'll think I'm reading their mind. And so the best advice that was ever given to me was, you know what, you have to be true to yourself. You have to follow your own path and, and just really own that. And when I did that, Rick, and really put myself out there and said, you know what, whatever, this is who I am, that's when doors really started to open for me. That's when my relationship with, with people became more deep. And I realized, you know what, if I'm being real and I'm being true to my soul, I'm being true to myself, I'm living the life that I was destined to live, in this lifetime, and if I'm being real, then I'm going to have real relationships. Um, if I'm being fake, I'm not, I'm not owning who I really am, then my relationships with the friendships, those are going to not have depth. A significant partnerships, who's going to know me if I don't even know myself and I'm not willing to put myself out there? And, and, and emulating that for my children, you know, and for anyone that I touch in, in my life, is that just have that willingness 
to say, you know what, world, this is who I am, words and all, take it or leave it. You know what? It's this is just this is me, and it just gave me such a feeling of liberation and such a feeling of you know, I can I we can all do anything. All we need to do is listen to that inner voice inside that says, this, this is what is real for you. This is really true for you. And that's the whole thing of, you know, speaking your truth. That's what that whole thing even means. It's just be authentic. Be genuine. Come to the table who you are. And if someone doesn't like it, it's not your problem. Because what other people think about us is not our business. That's their own. That's just their own agenda. And there's not everybody out there that's going to like us anyway. So you might as well... Just be who you are. Love and the other it. thing is, you know what? The other thing is, I can go out there and I can fake who I am and do some job that I think the world thinks I should do, and I'll, maybe I'll fail at it. And so, why not go out there and be really who I am? And risk that failure because I just might succeed. So, if I'm going to risk, I might as well risk being the best I can be, being really who I am. You know, so that's my advice to anybody out there listening is don't let anybody else's thoughts or opinions or beliefs get in your way. This is your life. You, you live your life for yourself. And really, you know, Wayne Dyer said, don't die with your, with your music still in you. We all have that unique song to sing. Go out, get out there and sing your song. Well, and the interesting thing, too, is, is when, you, when you start to ask people what they think, um, when, when you have a unique idea, thought, you want to go out on your own, you want to build your own business, you want to be you, you want to do what you want to do, you want to change the world, right? You, you have this thought. Um, and you say, hey, you know, what do you think? People are going to tell you that's horrible, that's awful, that's no, because average people want you to stay average. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, uh-huh. they, 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 John, John, you know, preaches that they, they they want you to stay where they're at they don't want you to to go higher and, and, and they'll they'll do or say or it, right the, the first inclination is you can't do that you can't go there you can't um you can't grow um and it, it's it's interesting thing is it, it's such a a beautiful lesson to to learn um that you you have to rely on yourself right and are you going to depend on, on failures from, you know, yesterday to get better? Are you going to rely on what you've got today to get better, right? So I teach a whole lesson on no day but today. It's one of – it's a motivational series that we're developing. It's what we're doing to, to, to get better. Um, and uh, so essentially, you know, don't lose today looking for tomorrow right let's let's do what we can today so i appreciate the advice it's been beautiful how do people get in touch with you how do they book you how do they learn from you tell them all things jennifer henry <laughs> oh you know what it's so easy to find me you just go to myuniversityoflight.com you'll see a contact me button there that goes right to my email you can also find me on facebook jennifer henry psychic medium there's a link to my website there as well so i teach psychic development classes because i want to empower people I offer private sessions, and I also offer private mentorships. And I read remotely anywhere in the world. I've read in many, many different countries. And my personal teacher lives in New Zealand, and we have our weekly lessons over Skype. So this is energy we're talking about. I don't need you in my physical presence to uh, to do this work. So 
My University of Light was given to me by my guides many years ago because we all have within us that inner university of consciousness where we know all the answers and have access to this wisdom, uh, the you know infinite wisdom that uh, we all have that link with. So that's how you find me. You go to myuniversityoflight.com, and I'm here for you. Whatever I can do to make your life um, feel more empowered and light your way, then I'm, that's my intention. Well, Jennifer, we certainly appreciate you. We loved having you on the show. And please go to myuniversityoflight.com. Find out more about her next week. Um, We're going to process. We're going to process everything that I learned at uh, John Maxwell. I may have a couple of people that were there at the event with me. But uh, right now, my promise is that I'm going to sit back, I'm going to process, and then I'm going to share pearls of wisdom uh, that we got from that week of training uh, as I take the week to learn uh, and process and and reprocess everything that I I went through. So thank you again for attending uh, another week of the Work-Life Balance uh, because without you, we would not be here. And Jennifer, thank you again for being such a lovely guest and and educating us on something that most of us were skeptical about, but you have such a beautiful delivery and a beautiful way of speaking uh, about what you do. It it was such a a delight to have you. Uh, To all our listeners, we love you. And we'll have you again next week, hopefully, uh, Lord willing. So uh, thank you all. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us this week. The Work-Life Balance with Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now that the weekend is here, it's time to rethink your priorities and enjoy it. We'll see you on our next show. 